Okay, hi everybody. Uh, this is Better. Uh, I am Dr. John Duffy, and with me is the beautiful co-host, that my favorite co-host, Julie Duffy. How are you, honey? Hi, good. How are you? I'm good. Um, we're talking about our friends here today, yeah. right? Just friends in general. Yeah, we've been... Chandler, talking, the whole thing. <laughs> we're talking about our friends. We had, yeah, we've had... We've seen a lot of good friends lately, a lot of old friends lately. Yeah. And so, yeah. We had a good friend moment um, last Monday. Yeah, right? mo- this Monday. This last Monday, this yes. This past Monday. Monday. <laughs> Monday. A, a recent Monday. Um, and my uh, lifelong friend, well, if you can consider from fifth grade till today, lifelong, um, a long-standing friend, probably my oldest friend, uh, Andy, who is now a published author, bestseller, of uh, the book called Soon, Andrew Santella. Probably, Just came out, great I, book. I remember when he was introduced by my, our friend Mike in New York, he said he prefers Andrew now being an author. So we're going to call I him. I totally get that. Yeah, I so get it too, right? He's very sophisticated. He has glasses and, and, a, uh, <laughs> and a very sophisticated Van Dyke. Which is a... Goatee. Yeah. It's a goatee, but it's a, it's a smart... It's a good look for him. Yeah, yeah it looks yeah. great. Yeah. Anyway, so my, my buddy Andy publishes this book called Soon, which is a very cool book. You love the book. Yeah, it's, it's, it's about the history of procrastination. Yeah. And, um, and as, <laughs> as drab as that sounds, this book is fun and funny because it's, first of all, he, he talks about your greatest thinkers. I don't want to over... over I don't want to give the book away. Right, away, spoiler right? alert. It's about great thinkers and um, and how they procrastinate. I'm That's doing, one of the things. I'm doing Trump hand gestures. Do you notice <laughs> this? I, I, like, <laughs> like the squeeze box ones? That's what I'm doing here. Yeah. Um, so, right, it's about great thinkers and himself, which I think partly it's to fit himself amongst the great thinkers. Yeah, but, it's the history of procrastination and looking at it from different through dis- different disciplines, and it's really funny and interesting and fun and fascinating. It really is. Hit pause and buy soon on Amazon right now. Go. Soon by Andrew Santella. will wait. Yeah. Tick tock. All right, welcome back. Um, so enjoy that book. Uh, here's what happened last Monday night. So Andrew had um, a reading at a uh, bookstore here in Chicago, uh, right near the University seminary of Chicago. Seminary Co-op. The Seminary Co-op bookstore. Very cool, very cool space. And um, in lieu of just doing what authors often do, is just doing a reading, um, he and I sat down, and I kind of interviewed him, and, he, and we had a discussion. And so there I am, um, Monday night, with my oldest friend, um, and we're talking in front of an audience. We got mics and everything. It's very cool. And I did have this moment when, so I I asked him to read at the beginning uh, a little bit of the book, and he read this bit about Darwin, that Darwin and barnacles, that's all you need to know. It's about Darwin and barnacles. Definitely read that. It's it's a great story that nobody knows. I don't know how he figured this out. But so I'm watching him read this, uh, this bit, and I'm thinking, Look at this, man. This is the, just the coolest moment, right? So I just was really enjoying the moment. And somebody snapped a pic right about that time. Yeah. Because Andy on maybe Wednesday or Thursday sent me this picture of he and I sitting there and he's reading and I'm smiling. And he said, this made me happy. Um, there you are smiling and just being my friend while while at the reading thing. And um and this is not how... He said, you don't know how much this, this means to me. This, yeah, you don't know how much this means to me. And, and yeah, that chokes me up a little bit. Um, 
It was just a really cool thing to get from him, and it meant a lot to me. And normally, my old friends and I, we rib each other. Like, we are we are poking fun at each other. We know, every, because we've been friends for so long, we know every raw nerve and know how to poke at it to, to the but point. But it's always just shtick. It's stick, all stick, shtick. Stick. It's, all, it's all fun. It's, it, it's all fun. But every once in a while to get something like that. Like, I got to tell you, I've been looking at that, that text and that photograph all week, man. It means the world to me. So, Andrew, I love you too, man, and 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 thank you for that because honestly, it, it I've been thinking about you a lot, and I'm so excited for you, and um and that that gesture means the world, and it was probably just intended for me, but I did decide to share it with <laughs> many many people. Yeah. <laughs> so um, sincerely, I mean it. Thank you. Um, and so we got to thinking about we've had like this crazy friend thing happening lately, where people from like long ago when we first met are reaching out. Our friend Dan. Yeah. So in the last six weeks, we saw Dan. We got together with our friend Dan from Second City. So that John and I met at Second City. Second City is um, an improv stage here in Chicago, and um, and they have this training that you can do. And Julie and I met at this training. And in our – well, it's, it was kind of a crazy start, right? Because, well, yeah. So what, were you going to talk about the first night? Yeah. You t- no, you t- yeah. So, yeah. So – so I wanted to take an acting class. Someone said, take an improv class. I said, fine. I had no idea even what it was. So I went, signed up and went. And the first night we're sitting there, I'm sitting there. I didn't go with anyone I knew. Um, and there's two sisters, Joe Forsberg and her sister, Lee, who was, had her married name. I can't remember. Anyway, they were talking to us and you know introducing themselves. And, and they basically were saying, I remember, um, you know we will try to protect you, but you'll have to try to protect yourself because you're going to be really vulnerable. I'm like, what are they talking about? Right. And um, the people in this room are probably going to be some of the closest friends you have for life. Yeah. You know, I'm, we're, I, we were both separately not knowing each other, thinking, oh, I don't know, this is super weird, and I don't know if I can hang for this. Personally, I was thinking, <laughs> not only are these people not my closest friends, but this freak show, I'm out of here. Yeah. Like, I'm not coming back next week, you know? I, yeah, I don't... Well, and it, it was the beginning of, if you stuck it out, a year-long program, which I don't think I intended to, to do that, but... Ultimately, we all stayed. Yeah. We all stayed. And so now I certainly understand what they were talking about. But, um, oh, yeah, and I, I just, I remember that the first ep- exercise we did after that weird speech. So you're in this room with all these people and you've just been told that you're going to be super vulnerable and you need to be protected. And these people will be in your wedding. Right. <laughs> and then she just said, okay, stand up, mill around, and then stop in front of someone. And, you know, I think they said, stop. And whoever you were standing in front of, you just had to say hello with your eyes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was so awkward. It's an uncomfortable exercise. Um, it's it's not a bad first exercise in retrospect, but in real time, that is a real weird thing to do. Yeah. I mean, just try it sometimes. No, don't, but try it with people who know what you're doing. Well, Otherwise. Well, <laughs> even, even with people who you know, it's uncomfortable. Well, you know, we talk about this sometimes. We don't. Look into each other's eyes enough. We right. don't look into our own eyes, but yeah, just it's it's it was interesting. And the key to improv is clear and direct communication. So you spend the first couple months of of the program breaking down your communication barriers, which is what's what that was all about. But anyway, um, but but the truth of the matter is that Lee and Joe Josephine 
were right. Yeah. Those people at Second City, we met half our wedding party. Yep. Easy. Maybe yep. more. And, well, and, um, and we married each other. <laughs> oh, right. We met each other. There was that. We were that. in that room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, so... Um, so we made a bunch of friends then and have reconnected with a couple of them that we haven't seen. We hadn't seen Dan probably, I bet, four or five years. And, yeah, maybe and at least. Mary, we hadn't seen for, I don't know, 15 years yeah. maybe, something like that. And it was just really cool to catch up with people and uh, and kind of have yourself, your old self reflected back at you a little bit. It was kind well, of yeah, fun, right? Yeah, I remember, you know, we were saying... You, well, you you get back together. So we, we Dan was the first one we saw. We had dinner with Dan and and a friend, and and we, you know, just told stories that you know that together that the, the all of you can remember yeah. that you that separately you forget, and and you know you remember how much a part of each other's lives you were at the time. And, and Dan's kinda, one of those friends who remembers. I mean, the, the yeah. dude remembers everything yes. that's happened. He remembers inflections from 20 years ago. He's really, he's an amazing friend in that regard. And he loves a good Julie quote. So he <laughs> like, you know, somehow he's got him, he's got him uh, quilted around his house or something because he remembers things that you said yeah. a long time ago. And he threw out this dinner, which probably went for four or five hours. I could feel Dan hanging by a thread waiting for the thing you were going to say. Waiting that was for gonna... a zinger from me. And, and <laughs> there was a zinger that I don't think we can even share. Oh, right. Right. Anywho. But it was a zinger. Yeah. And Dan will remember it <laughs> for a very long time. Um, Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and then Mary, we saw um, a couple weeks later with some other friends of ours from Second City who we see all the time, Chad and Tiff. And, um, you know, even Tiffany was saying, oh, my gosh, Mary, I forgot, like, how much they was, she was there for me, you know, during this one period of my life. And and so, yeah, it's, it's important and such a gift to reconnect with old friends. Yeah. You get kind of put back together, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you do. You, it makes you, you remember how rich your life is, how much people mean to you. And, um, and and I think because everything's so frenetic around us, we can easily forget and blow these things off. And, and you know what I mean? Like not reach out to, like Dan is, is, in particular is one person where I'm like, why am I not reaching out to Dan like all the time? Right. We, you, know? We, he, you know, he lives here. And yeah, yeah so what, like why, how does that happen that we have these people that they're so close and we share so much and we enjoy, we enjoy being with them so much and then we just you know, somehow don't make it happen. Yeah. I've got a lot of guy friends who are in different parts of my life. And so they're not, they don't necessarily know each other. And I'm usually, I talk to people all the friggin' time. So my inclination often is like, oh man, I don't have time to get together with, you know, Jeff or Todd or whoever, you know what I mean? Like this week. And yet when, when I do, I'm always like, that was awesome. And, and one thing I'll say, um, uh, just as a side note about this, but probably not a side note. I have a number of guy friends where we tell each other we love each other. Like we might have, we might rib each other, we might we might mess with each other, but in the end, we can tell each other we love each other. We hug each other when we see each other. Yeah. My, my friend Todd and I, like I never see Todd Adams when when he doesn't say I love you, brother, and I don't say I love you back, brother. I wish more guys had that. Yeah, yeah, we were talking about that. That's that's pretty cool. And and I, you asked me. If I tell my friends I love them all the time, and, yeah, I, and I, yeah, I do, actually. You do? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we tell each Yeah, for sure, for sure. So, um, yeah. It's a good thing to do. It's a good thing to do once in a while, you know what I mean? It's just to, like to, to, to let your friends know how much they, they mean to you. And just, you know, like, 
we've, we've been talking about this a lot in the last few days, talking about like, okay, what are we going to talk about on the podcast? And friends keeps coming up as this theme and relationships, you know, like, so we, I mentioned before we started that you and I are like best friends yeah. get to hang out together all yeah. the time. It's very, yeah. you know, it, it's a, it's a very uh, cool thing. And I, I was thinking of the nature of the relationships I have with people who are in therapy right across the hall here and how amazing those relationships are, what, what a privilege those relationships are. And, um, you know, there's, there's this um, clinical um, rule that you aren't friends with your clients. Um, and I think I'm, I'm kind of a gross violator of that in a way because, because um, I am very fond of the people I work with. And I don't know another way to conceptualize that or categorize that other than like there's a certain absolute kinship there, right? Yeah, and, you know, and, a very and, special and, and connection. Yeah, special yeah. connections. And, and, and it's, it's as collaborative and... And and loving is any relationship in any in anybody's life, you know. So um, I always want to go back to my graduate school and talk to therapists about how to conceptualize those relationships yeah. because I think we kind of do them a disservice when we say, you know, like I am therapist and I will, you know, guide you to your you know, your truth or something like that. When in fact, it's like this well, and, 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 path you walk together and it's very cool. And, and we therapists, we're lucky to be on the path. You know what I mean? Like it's, uh, yeah. cause you learn something cool about, about yourself being well, on somebody else's path with them. Right. Well, I also think you're saying that the rule of thumb, I can't believe that's, can't believe that's what I picked. <laughs> <laughs> the rule of thumb is, <laughs> is that is that you? What exactly is the rule? That of you are not um, self-disclosing, and that you have there's you have a relationship, but it's a very distant and disconnected relationship. That is, in fact, the rule, the rule of, thumb. of the thumb. Yes. Um, I actually went to a therapist once who literally didn't say anything, and I, I think that's a methodology, right? Yeah. Literally, she didn't say anything. Yeah, a lot of analysis worked works for that me. way. It worked for me because I was able to just talk and talk and talk because what I needed to do was hear what I thought and see it, you know, and 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 figure things out that right. way. Um, and that worked for me. But I remember a couple of times getting up and saying, can you just say something? <laughs> you know, just give me like something. Give me a takeaway. Tell me to do something, you know? So, yeah. But Dr. Paula, we mentioned on the before, shout out to Dr. Paula, who I go see sometimes, is very communicative and connecting, yeah. and that's why I love her. Like I feel like, um, yeah, we have a connection, and we can. She tells me what she thinks, what she sees, and we. It's very collaborative, and yeah. and it totally works, and it works super fast. So yeah. Now, how do we get it? We, now we're talking about therapy, but... Um, well, we're talking about relationships, right? And, connection. You know, um, and, and, and connections that you have. And, and just having some appreciation for the connections outside of, like, maybe immediate family. Like, you know, because I tend to be a little insular, I think, sometimes when I'm not w at work because because work takes drains a lot of my time and energy. And, and then when I get together with people, I love it. We were... Um, we have this weird thing in our town where, and maybe you have this in your town, oh. but I've never, I've never heard about this happening anywhere else. There's one day out of the year, and it happens to be today, where you can put anything at the curb, any stuff that you have. Like, you know, you can bring it out to the curb. And, um, and so we 
we watched a movie called about minimalism this year. Oh yeah. And so now I have this thing about like I want everything that we don't need and we don't use. I want it gone. And so we spent a couple hours today moving stuff from the garage and the basement out to the curb. And well, and the cool thing I might not that this is really relevant, but the cool thing about it is is that most of the stuff you put out, somebody comes and takes. So that's what we love about it too. Just if, <laughs> on an environmental note, um, you're putting stuff out that's just been in the basement or in the garage, but people come and take it. You know, like we put a couch out. And some couple chairs, and you know, an old microwave, and some dishes. But people come and take it. Either they're junk dealers or whatever. They're dumpster divers. Well, they just, they're looking for so a good it just, bike. It, yeah. before, so it really never hits the dump. Just as a, I just want, as as an aside, I wanted to say that. Yes, <laughs> you're, you're protecting yourself from comments no, but, on Facebook. No, I'm not. <laughs> I, but I, I, but that I wanted. To, you know, it does kind of look like Sanford and Son in front of our house right now. But real bad. Yes. <laughs> 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 Oh no, Wheezy, this is a big one. Is that Sanford or am I, who? Oh, I think so. I do too. I do too. Grady is definitely from Sanford and Son, I think. Um, And that, yeah, he he was always, it was Red Fox with a heart attack, fainting a heart attack, always the heart attack. Anyway. so circle back. So um, we have this thing where we can put the junk out, like Sanford and Son, out in front of our house. And... People are walking around because it's finally like nice out. And we just were talking to people. And, you know, it's kind of fun because everyone notes that it's like a different kind of day. And it's, so it's kind of special. And, um, and you know, not everybody on our blocks tends to get together very often and talk. So it's kind of fun just to like see somebody catch up for a couple of yeah. minutes. Um, and, uh, and so it was kind of, a, kind of a fun, unexpectedly fun day, Yeah, I think. Yeah. And, um, and so uh, I, I think... Our overall point is to tend to connections. You know what I mean? Um, friendships, whether they're close or or a little bit distant, you know, just let, just pay attention and let somebody know, like Andy did with me, man. Let somebody know, Andrew, Andrew, Andrew. Did with me. My God, what am I doing? You know, just let somebody know what they mean to you. Um, last week, almost forgot. <laughs> last week, what is today? Sunday. Yeah. Oh, um, Last week, I had the good fortune to meet high school friends of mine in San Diego yeah. for just a couple of days at my friend Kelly's house in San Diego. That was amazing. We've actually all known each other since junior high. Um, that's that's like 20 years. And it was kind of crazy because I just got done moving my parents the week before and into the into that week. And I was... Um, you know, that it was that was a lot. That was a lot. And I was kind of thinking, oh, there's no way I can go. There's no way I can go. And I actually did move my flight uh, up one day, but I did go and it was, again, amazing. Um, you know, we, as you can imagine, talked nonstop for 48 hours yeah. just to catch up. Um, and then, you know, just, yeah, just so many memories and so many fun stories and, you know, that all four of us together, you know, were able to put back together um, and, you know, and then catching up on life now. But yeah, it was um, amazing. And now we're all texting each other every day. <laughs> it's true, right? So I mean, we, we have each other back. What do you What do you think that did for you? Like I'm thinking, like that you, that was a, a special two days and um, a really unique thing that you guys haven't done in so long. Well, yeah, and you just, were so close when you were young. When you yeah, were kids, just right? the four of us. You know, we were in a, had a really big group of friends, but just the four of us have never done that. Um, I think we got together maybe a couple hours before you know, one of our last reunions, but um, the four of us to have this time and in Kelly's beautiful house, um, she has a beautiful patio and pool and this gorgeous view. So we really 
hung at her house most of the time and sat and just talked and drank wine. And she made, you know, she, she took, she took such good care of us. We woke up to cappuccino and fresh made croissants and we'd talk, 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 and then shower. And one day we went to a winery for a little bit, but, um, yeah, we, what it, it was, uh, oh, it was just, um, just precious time. And, um, is it kind of cool to see like whatever, how everybody is like how, how their lives are now, well, you it, know, like, yeah. And it, it, I think it's like, it's, you put yourself back in context kind of, which, you know, can feel good again, just after coming off of movie, my parents, that's kind of, that was super emotional for me and time goes so fast. So to kind of reconnect to where things started out and, um, and just feel that love and that, kind of that safety yeah. and remember that, you know, how you've always had each other, even when you're apart for years. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, just, it's, it's like, it is like family. It's, it, you belong to each other and you know, you're, you always have each other. And just remembering that is, is really enormous. It's moving, isn't it? I like, I can see it. Yeah. And it's, Kind of yeah, it's everything really. It's kind of like family without some of the emotional load of family. Yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it's belonging. It's 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 where it's it's one of the places you belong. And uh, as you know, for me, passages, <laughs> I get discombobulated and feel unglued, and I get worried-ish yeah. <laughs> about precious passing time. And, you know, I get, yeah, yeah I get a little gonna... wonky. And so it's nice to be reconnected to my roots. And, and yeah, it, it feels steadying and abundant and, and expansive. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I mean, that that is so cool. And it's kind of got me excited about my friends from college. We were uh, kind of a very close-knit group of six guys. And... Um, and some we are all over the place, like geographically, and um, and everyone's in a different kind of spot in their life. But recently, somebody, Roy or or Pete or Joe or Paul, I don't even know who, put together this group text. Uh, texting is like this underrated thing, when, or, and so is Facebook, you know. Like, but the um, where we're all back together, yeah. And there's for that, it's you know, it's really very utilitarian. Yeah. So so we're we're kind of like starting to develop the rekindle these relationships and there's talk of this reunion of the six of us which has not happened since well the only time we got together was when Pete got married we were all in Pete's wedding after school after like right, right. within a couple of years after college and and I will one interesting thing about my friend Pete who I have not seen in so long is he set me up with his wife so I, oh, right. he, he set me up with his friend, Mary, and then he married her. <laughs> oh, that's right. So I got to say at a toast at his wedding, I so appreciate you setting me up with your wife, Mary. Oh, that's right. <laughs> anyway, so. Well, and, and I wanted to say, I was thinking, sorry, kudos to the people that, to like Kelly, kudos to the people that initiate the discussion about getting together, right? I mean, you know, that is such an important thing. So important. Right? Yeah. Um, I am a the lot of worst us, at that. Uh, you know, to wrangle everybody and get everybody on board, kudos to the people who organize yes. and host and make that stuff happen because it's 
it's really kind of the one of the best things in life. And and you, if somebody doesn't do that, it just it, it may never happen. Yeah, the makers so, of moments. Shout out to Kelly. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Kelly. Kelly Bondison. Shout uh, out to I don't know who's organizing yours, but. I don't know either, but you know whoever it is, yeah. I picture Paul. Paul's a very organized dude, if I remember right. Um, but uh, but I'm excited about that. And all this kind of reminds me of um, of of actually kind of the most sobering period of my life. When <laughs> this will be this will be a really fun way to end our podcast about our friends, Julie. But um, uh, most a lot of you know if you listen to this podcast regularly that um, I lost a brother about 16, 17 years ago, Tom. And, um, and uh, this, this conversation reminds me of his funeral, not the service itself, which I, I couldn't, I know that his wife Lynn spoke, but I couldn't tell you much about that. But I do remember walking out of the church, um, this little church in, in uh, the town we grew up in. And as I'm walking out, I see my people. I, I, I see um, the people I was working with at the time. Lisa Kaplan grabbed my arm. Yeah. Um, and, and she has be, been a good friend ever since. And, um, and I, I have a, this flash of our friend Mary Carol, and um, she's smiling and crying, and I'm smiling and crying. <laughs> we hug each other. Um, and, but, but at the moment, the moment that I needed so badly that I didn't know I needed, the moment I needed in order to let go and fall apart is like a superhero mm-hmm. in the back of the church, our buddy Mark Collins, big man, looking so cool in a, in a, in a Sinatra derby that was brown, I believe, and a long brown duster, um, long brown jacket and a, and a sweet looking suit. He doesn't say a word, and he's got tears in his eyes, and he's beaming, and he just wraps me up in this massive hug, and I just fall apart, and I'm laughing yeah. and crying, and that was everything. And you know, um, that's friendship, man. That's that, yeah. that's the unconditional connection yeah. that friendship is. Such a beautiful thing, and yeah. Mark, Mark, dude, I, I will never forget that moment. Like that is the ultimate connection between you and me. Other than the time we saw a rainbow in Florida and considered kissing. <laughs> oh, <that's right. laughs> um, yeah, I, I did just think about how the second you got the news about Tom, Chad was literally did not leave your side. Oh, this is this is an amazing part of the story. Uh, my friend Chad Owen, who. Hates being um, online. Ooh, we're so saying now his I'm, name we're on the airwaves. He's going to be Doctor Chad Owen, <laughs> um, who has been um, one of my very closest friends forever, and a guy I just spent a whole day with. You know, we spent like twelve hours together, and it felt like ten minutes. We were laughing and 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 throwing ideas. From sec- around. We met him in Second City. Yeah, we met Chad when we met within weeks of when we met each other. Yeah, and we owned a two flat with Chad and Tiffany in the city. That was our first property we owned. And yeah, yeah. So, so we own this two flat, and um, this is this is this is a grim story, but this is uh, this is what friendship is about. Right. Um, so Chad and Tiffany live downstairs, and we live upstairs in this two flat. And this was Chad's idea to buy the two flat, and Chad is a doer, so we kind of draft off Chad's energy a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so um, he's a grown up. Uh, I get a, a, Chad's a grown up, and we're <laughs> and we're children, and thank God for him. So a call comes. It's my sister. My sister doesn't call me. 
Um, and so I know because Tom's been gone for a couple of days, and I know, I know. Did you say what we were doing? Huh? At the moment, did you say what, what the activity oh, was? Oh no, no. Uh, <laughs> here's it's December 9th, two thousand one. It's three months after nine eleven, and we're everybody's trying to put their shit back together a little bit. And we take my mother out. My father died a couple of years before to get a Christmas tree. So the Christmas tree is in the front yard, and somebody you come out and say your sister's on the phone, and I know, I know what's happened yeah. before Mary Ellen even says the words, and so and we have my mom with us, yeah. right? Which and is I, probably I like divine intervention. Tell, okay, mom, I got something I have to yeah. tell you, right? So we go upstairs, and my mom kind of um, collects herself and and makes some calls, and. Um, and a fixture in our dining room is Chad Owen. <laughs> he is he is there. He's not invasive. He's not. He's just like a statue. Like I'm not. I'm not a statue, but he's just solid, he's, like a tree. There, like I'm right? gonna be and there. He's, and he's like, I'm you not know. leaving you. And and I remember like at the funeral, at my dad's funeral, at at Tom's funeral, at you know like every single difficult time of my life, I feel like Chad is standing next to. me. He's right there, man. Right there, yeah, man. That is that is the nature of friendship. I mean, you know, he's never. He never misses a beat, and somehow, you know, it's like um, you turn around. He's like right there. He's like, <laughs> he's, yep. you know, once something happens, and I like to. I hope that, I hope that I do the same for him. I, you know, like, I, I, you know, like Chad, if you ever need anything, dude, you better <laughs> let me know, man. Um, so, I, I guess our point is, we appreciate our friends. Um, Our point we, is, we want, we yay, want, friends. yay, friends! And 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 <laughs> thank give, God for friends. And give yourself a, a moment to just think about yours. So when we're done here, to make your day better, oh, that's good, isn't it? That, that is that's good. Some marketing to make your day better. You consider your friends, and maybe maybe today reach out to somebody that you know you should. That yeah. you know, like, mm, I, why not? It's going to be a better thing. It's going to yeah. be a better thing if I reach out. Yeah. Right. So thanks for um, hanging in for our stories. Yeah. Um, I know I told some fun ones. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember what we said, huh? but I, but yeah, but but just, yeah, uh, and maybe initiate a get together, big yeah. or small, big or small. Do it. All right, this is better, guys. Yeah. Um, um, John, this is Julie. Love you, honey. Love you, honey. All right, we will talk to you guys soon. Have a great day. <laughs>